two. Hello. Hi. Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we have started. I thought you were just going to say nothing. <laughs> Frozen. Thanks for coming. <laughs> just say thanks for coming. <laughs> That's going to make no sense to anyone. Yeah. Anyway, we'll carry on. <laughs> Today's episode is on narcissists. Narcissism. Narcissism. We all know a narcissist. Or do we? Are we the narcissists? <laughs> is it narcissistic to say that somebody is a narcissist? Is it hard to say narcissist? <laughs> is it hard to spell it? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I must have like multiple different spellings <laughs> across all the different things that I've done preparing for this. Can we just say narc? Can we just refer to it as a narc? But that is a undercover police. Oh, goodness me. The narc. Narcissist. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> a very self obsessed person maybe <laughs> sick with that i uh i think it's a really interesting topic that we do because you already have quite a lot of work that you've done on this subject in the form of a poetry book yeah not just poems it was just a collection of short stories and um, well whatever take anybody wanted to uh to go with on the subject of narcissism and, uh, and that was just about exploring it, really. So we should say from the off, a narcissist can be male or female. Oh, definitely, yeah. There's no gender inequality here in narcissism. <laughs> when I first mentioned that we were doing this topic, it was to a male. And he straight away was like, can I just point out that it's not just males? And I was like, oh, of course. And in this book, we got stories about females and stories about males. Definitely, yeah. They're just as common as each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did you go about making this? Because it's not just solely your work, is it? You've almost collated. It's an anthology, curated. isn't it? It's cool. yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the term. Yeah, it takes <laughs> me back to my GCSE anthology. I don't have to rem remember this one off by heart. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Um, well, I put a, a status up on Facebook about um, something like when you spend your life looking for the one and you end up with a degree in narcissist personality disorder, some kind of jokey meme. And the response to that, there was so many comments like from so many people yeah. just saying like, oh my God, babes, you know, I seem to be a magnet. And that just sparked off a lot of curiosity within me because I'm thinking I'm a magnet for these, what I would say, whether it's narcissist, but toxic, toxic men. I mean, I've done a lot of reflecting since then, so I'm talking now, like, kind of where I was at then. It's and, hard, isn't it? Yeah. you're in a relationship, it can be quite easy to label the other person as a narcissist if they're not or considering even feelings and all these different words. And I think remembering that you have no, no ability to diagnose your partner in any sense of the world, even if you're a diagnosed psychotherapist, it is not your place to diagnose or, or really anything like that about uh, narcissism however what your responsibility is is keeping yourself safe from them mm. that in itself is a <laughs> is, is the task do you know what i mean if you yeah. attract people like that it's really hard so i know it's really easy for a lot of people in relationships to be like oh he's a narcissist or never all this blah, blah, blah. maybe he is leave that man yeah leave that woman heal <laughs> they will not change by you telling them because this is a form of insecurity the deepest form of insecurity yeah, and trauma 
So yeah. Yeah, and th this is the thing, isn't it? We don't want it to be a witch hunt. We also don't want to kind of um, invalidate anybody's experiences at the hands of um, a narcissist or a toxic person yeah. because people can be dangerous at the end of the day, can't they? You know? Definitely, yeah. yeah. And these traits, you may uh, experience some of these traits yourself, doesn't necessarily mean that you are a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> that well, you have narcissistic personality disorder. That doesn't mm. necessarily mean that. It's very similar to when we talk about ADHD in terms of the traits to narcissism aren't unusual things. They're when they're at an extreme yeah. level that they're problematic and they're impacting on your behaviour and they're causing problems in your life. Yeah. You know, that's that's when things become a disorder or become um, the, the the need for that label. Yeah, definitely. Appears. There's certain professions that, are, that need uh, an aspect of narcissism in your personality. To be a pilot, yeah. to run the country, you need a, a certain aspect of yourself. Of, yeah. I can do this. I'm a leader. People just... Do you know what I mean? To mm. want that responsibility and that sort of power. To me, I'm... <laughs> I don't know. I like doing what I want to do, but don't follow me if you don't think it. <laughs> oh, my God. I joke like that all the time to my kids. I do not use me as your role model. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so some of these traits you may have, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing or that you're mm. a narcissist. Some of these traits are useful in your life. And going back to the relationship side of things, when we were saying about you've always got that um, choice to walk away or, you know, that option, um, that's, that was the thing that I was most curious about in my relationships was, A, why am I experiencing this, this what I perceive as a cycle, the, yeah. you know, the similarities? Um, but B, am I a narcissist? Because I think at that point, I had somebody called me a narcissist or something, perhaps it had been suggested and then you start to think don't you well it takes one to know one. Oh yeah so you know yeah and and that's what i mean by a lot of reflecting that in terms of relationships you can think oh that that was problematic they they were like this they were like that but you never truly know where they were coming from and how they took you or your behavior so what they were responding to yeah in a, in a sense you can almost kind of live two separate relationships almost yeah it goes back to that communication thing doesn't it episode one <laughs> <laughs> yeah episode one this level of narcissism can almost stop you having that like i said it comes from a really deep part of um insecurity and it's a a defense mechanism so that you don't realize and actually take on board how horrible you actually think that you are in this yeah world. the pain i mean yeah. when when i started kind of working out, well, what is narcissism? Because for, for the book, I wanted to be able to introduce it, what it is, and then obviously put these stories together. And um, and I was looking at, like, what is it? And whether this is the case or not, but a lot of my reading led me to believe that a person develops narcissism from when they're in their early kind of teens area, you know, adolescent type years and it's usually when they were um, subjected to something traumatic that where they felt helpless and ashamed of the fact that they couldn't help the person or so it's domestic abuse watching your yeah. mum get beat up that kind of um that kind of scenario can then cause your ego to take over it defends yeah. you at all costs and that's where this hyper confidence you know the fake confidence yeah. the bravado if all of that narcissistic parents the chance that you turn out narcissistic yourself is so high i mean this is the other thing and why i find it so interesting when i've spoken to people before and said oh i'm adhd they've gone oh which one of your parents is a narcissist then 
because there seems to be wow. such an eye, such an eye. <laughs> and I mean I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this that can relate to that immediately that there seems to be this overlap between the neurodivergent community of course there is because we're all neurodivergent yeah. if you're narcissistic as well but it doesn't necessarily mean that one of your parents were narcissistic yeah, no, of course, yeah. just to be clear yeah, yeah. my dad is though <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> well um, well, this is the thing. We're going to go through what it takes to be yeah. a narcissist. I know why I'm now a narcissist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah can you imagine, like, just like, oh my goodness, I'm actually a narcissist. Well, the scale of narcissism, what we don't realise that's on the other end, is self-esteem. So if you've got no narcissistic traits, then you've got a real poor level of self-esteem. And that's not good for anyone. Yeah. And that's where you find me hanging about. <laughs> that, I'm down that end. So that, then, is why you get... Because, again, with um, some of the social media groups that I'm in, I've seen women put, why am I a magnet for a narcissist? And it's, it, they are ADHD groups. Um, but if they've got low self-esteem, then it's those two extremes opposites attract once again kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely. You get that through. You get that. Because a narcissist at the beginning is... Oh, they woo you. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be with them if you weren't good enough for them. So they will put you on that pedestal. They'll make you feel like you're as good as they are mm. until you start saying, calling out maybe some of their behaviour, going yeah. against maybe a lot of... Or even being... Sorry to interrupt, but even sometimes like if you start to um, show more power than them or you know, become more popular, they yeah, have you to bring you down a peg or two. Almost intimidating, because again, yeah. it cuts at that insecurity of I'm not good enough. Mm. So suddenly, you're not seen as the same as them. They were an idiot to a fool for you. And they will do everything to convince you that yeah. this is your fault. <laughs> this isn't working because of you. And and all your faults will be told to you. But th and this oh, yeah. If yeah. I don't tell them that, tell them theirs. Yeah. It's not going to go well, What well. you find, though, is that the faults that they're pointing out are their faults. But this is, again, yeah. where the reflection tool comes in. Because then if you're calling somebody out on their faults, you have to think, well, that's a huge indicator that this yeah. is something I'm doing that I don't like. It takes one to know one. And it's horrible because mm. I hate to have that like victim-blaming mentality. And it's not that. It is not your fault that you're in this situation. No. But it is your responsibility to look after yourself. Yeah. And that means putting yourself in the best situation you can. And maybe we should bring into that right now the trauma bond aspect of things because that's what makes people stay in these relationships, isn't it? The, yeah. um, the trauma bond. So it feels like love. Definitely. But the it's... first few weeks of any relationship, it's dopamine, mm. it's adrenaline. These with with this fancying people. When you talk about like the um, the honeymoon the period, yeah, it's exciting. It's really fun because these the brain chemicals that are happening are dopamine it's these things that are rewarding you you're like yes i need more of this it's adrenaline it's mm -hmm. getting your heart pumping you're excited eventually i think it's around three month period you start to form oxytocin that's the chemical that starts to replace these a lot of people with adhd will start to think the relationship is going bad <laughs> <laughs> because that spark has mm -hmm. gone it's not gone it's different chemicals that are happening so by the time that oxytocin has taken over you then have a connection and this oxytocin is what's formed when you have a baby yeah it's to make you keep that person alive it's a, ev a evolutionary evolutionary yeah. yeah process it needs to be there to keep us alive i forgot evolution word and i forgot everything else i was saying that sounded so clever as well no you were, just, you were saying about um 
the fact that there's ah. trauma bond. Yeah. So by the time the oxytocin yeah. kicks in, has that person manipulated you enough? Mm -hmm. Has that person made you feel safe? Because it doesn't matter by that point. If you've not broken up by that point, the bond has been made, and that is this oxytocin. So you're either in love with this perfect person, this great relationship, or you are stuck. <laughs> I, do you know what I'm thinking? Or it like, feels like you are stuck. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, this episode needs to be like, here are the red flags. And if you see them, there is no excuse. You need to run. <laughs> do you know who's really good for red flags is that Lala Let Me Explain. Mm. I'll put the link on the thing. She has a great book. Her whole platform is about spotting red flags from narcissists and in the dating pool. She's amazing. And her kid has ADHD. Yeah. She talks a lot about it, she does lives, she has like an online community, she's great. So we'll, we'll cover it, I'm sure, like as in great detail. Yeah. Well. And, and this is the thing as well, I mean, we're talking about narcissists. There's a debate as to whether a narcissist is even a kind of term that can be used, isn't there? Because A, a narcissist cannot recognise they are, so they are never going to seek help as yeah, such. I've only ever learned more than that. A narcissist mm. knows they're a narcissist. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. That is what makes it so hard to work with a narcissist. They might not recognise it as that term, narcissist. Yeah. But they are, they are aware of the amount of manipulation, the amount of, like, the relationships aren't that strongly connected. They have to, there's something that has to be there to feel like mm. the connection's there. It's really... They're aware of how they, they are, are in this world. Yeah, and that's the thing. I can see that awareness, actually, because I'm trying to put that into context with certain people um but then it's kind of like they are still it's still steeped in that lack of acceptance that there is anything wrong exactly and that's that ego again yeah blocking them from having like reflecting and a typical type part of a narcissism is they cannot reflect on their own behavior because after i released the book there was two separate people um came to me both saying oh my god i think i'm a narcissist one of them I didn't know very well at all, so I wouldn't be in a position to comment. But the other one, um, I would be in a position to say, you definitely show narcissistic personality traits kind of thing. So we started talking about it. We must have literally been about not even 60 seconds into the conversation. And he was like, I don't do that. I don't do that. And it was almost like the conversation really immediately, be yeah, immediately began to shut down. So, yeah, and I just thought, well... There was that, there is that hint of knowing that something's wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, is it is it genuinely a medical term then? Can you go yes. to the doctors and get diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder? Narcissistic personality disorder is a diagnosable thing. How often it is diagnosed is another thing. Mm. Because you can't, really, you're just giving someone a label for being not a very nice person. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Are they just selfish yeah. and, you know, not very nice? Being a narcissist doesn't kill you. It can hurt someone else. Mm. But then that gets looked at under a different scope of criminalisation that's kind of not seen in the... Yeah, because it could be fraud. Psychology. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, um, so, yes, you can be diagnosed with narcissistic personality right. disorder, but if you think that you can take your boyfriend or your girlfriend to the doctor, sit him down, go, tell him he's a narcissist, or tell her she's a narcissist, yeah. it's not going to happen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful, though, wouldn't it? Like, just think of the trauma you would put another person through, yeah. like, dragging through to the doctor, you're a narcissist. You're a narcissist, and to do that to someone, you're probably the narcissist, let's be honest. <laughs> but the way that it is diagnosed is through... Um, the 
criteria that's seen in the DSM-5. Yeah. This is a diagnostic statistics manual, and that is like a bible for anyone in psychology or psychotherapy. Mm -hmm. It has the most up-to-date diagnoses yeah. and symptoms and everything that they can basically refer to. And this is all over westernised medicine, medicine, psychotherapy. <laughs> So a way that they'll test that is with, like a lot of mental health studies, uh, in, what's the word? Assessment. Kind of assessments. Yeah. There was a different word I was thinking yeah, of, but I'll yeah, go with assessments because yeah. it fits. Like most assessments, it's a questionnaire. Mm. Question. <laughs> it's a questionnaire and it's called the Narcissistic Personality Inventory. And I've already done mine last night. I've got my score and we're about to do oh my god <laughs> see i hate to prepare like i just like to roll on in here <laughs> i know what the topic is i've got like you know a few ideas lined up so this is my punishment for being that person this that doesn't like to prepare but there's 40 questions it's not really a question there's two statements for each number 40 of them and just tell me which one of them you relate to more so everyone can do this alongside of me yeah. now because you're going to read them out and i'm going to yeah, work definitely. in so we can all find out if we're narcissists Let's together, all find out together. <laughs> i'll put a link to the actual test as well because if you want to do it online you can do a digital version that just gives you a score you don't have to try like actually working it out yeah so read the instructions this is a personality test to help you learn more about yourself read the instructions below then fill out the next page Instructions. There are 40 paired statements for each. Choose one that's closest to your feelings. These are so hard anyway, because it's, <laughs> it's like, what do you prefer, the indoors or the outdoors? It's like, it, it both. It depends on the scenario, you know? <laughs> well, you'll see. The questions in themselves are almost like... Opposites. Hmm. But I'll go into that after, because you might think, well, that's an obvious one to ask, to answer, if you wanted to seem a certain way. Yeah, well, this is, this is my thing with the ADHD. Um, assessment if you want if you wanted to gain an, I mean I know that then once you go along you're then going to be analysed yeah. kind of thing but yeah we'll the go into the, the problem with this assessment thing I've got so many of these assessments from when I was working in mainstream school you know for like processing they're so interesting I'll do it I ought to do some on you one time do some on me yeah, yeah we'll check your pros like your working memory and stuff like that live on the camera okay so question one do you relate more to which statement I have a natural talent for influencing people. I am not good at influencing people. Yeah, I'd say the first one. Modesty doesn't become me, or I'm essentially a modest person. I, I don't know, you know. Because <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think I act with a, um, an air of mod being moderate, whatever the full word is, but... Moderate... <laughs> Modesty. Modest. <laughs> Moderate, I was trying to say. I'm trying to seem professional. I'm like, my, 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 Modest. <laughs> yeah, but I think my confidence probably would put me more towards the other category that modesty bestows me or whatever it was. Doesn't become... Yeah. <laughs> the, um, it's a, yeah, it's... And what you'll find is that you'll relate to both of them. Yeah, it's just yeah. about trying to understand which one do you relate to more. Yeah, and I mean... More try and contact that deep voice, the one that controls the most. Yeah. Rather than... I know it's like, well, I know that it shouldn't be. Ignore that voice. Yeah, yeah. Ignore your superego. Get in with the id. What does that actually... So, next one. I would almost do anything on a dare, or I tend to be a fairly cautious person. Oh, God. The first one. You mentioned this the other yeah, day. Yeah, that's so easy, because I'm just... Like, like dare, 
I'm trying to stop that. <laughs> I want to stay. I want to see my fortieth birthday, and I'm getting too old to be doing stupid things. Before she comes up with that, think of a few dares we can make. Do <laughs> yeah, that can be my thing. Bucket list for one forty. When people compliment me, I sometimes get embarrassed, or I know that I'm good because everybody keeps telling me so. Oh God, no! The embarrassed thing in terms of it can't be. I know I'm good because everyone keeps telling me so. I've had to learn to accept a compliment without going, <laughs> I like I, fish. Let me know when you figure out how to do that. Well, like, now what I say is, that's very kind, thank you. I've like <laughs> basically learned a statement, you know, and yeah, I just roll I, it, it out. Yeah, awkward as well. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, thank you. Yeah, like, happy birthday. I always get it with clothes. Oh, and every time, just like, it's from Primark. <laughs> you don't even need, why do we even say where it's from? Why it's the only thing I can, thank you? yeah. No one cares. And it's only Primark like five like, years ago. Yeah. Like, they're going to be able to get this old holy jumper. <laughs> yeah. Number five. The thought of ruling the world frightens the hell out of me. Or if I ruled the world, it would be a better place. Definitely, if I ruled the world, it would be a better place. I can usually talk my way out of anything. Or I try to accept the consequences of my behaviour. Well, I could talk my way out of anything if I chose to, but I definitely accept the consequences to my behaviour so it's got to be quite disciplined and stuff like that well I'm just so like justice justice (laughs) (laughs) I can't lie to save your life yeah exactly that's why I don't come prepared I was saying that earlier because if I came with any level of preparation they'd suddenly be like you'd know yeah we can't do any like acting bits it's just like what I I don't what's going on Sheldon Cooper (laughs) I uh, I prefer to blend in with the crowd, or I like to be the centre of attention. Oh God, I, I'm I'm worried I'm going to be coming out as a narcissist here, but I like to be the centre <laughs> of attention. Wouldn't that be funny? You wrote this book and then, <laughs> <laughs> but then explain why I keep attracting them. It's like no, you're the narcissist. <laughs> I I will be a success, or I am not too concerned about being a, a success. Oh my God. Well, I want to be a success, yeah. I'm not successful at reading. Is it really? Yeah. I have got my glasses there, but... I'm no better or worse than most people, or I think I'm a special person. Well, I think everybody is special, so... And it's got to be the I'm no better or worse one, isn't it? I am not sure if I would make a good leader, or I see myself as a good leader. I'm not sure I would make a good leader because A, I'm too soft. I've been leaders in the past and I fail. A, I'm too soft. B, I do everything myself. And C, I don't want to be a leader. I don't mind being a, at the front of like a little crowd. I follow There's the rules a lot of because if it goes wrong, it ain't my fault. No. <laughs> mine's more just like I'm a bit of a responsibility phobe. The minute you're the, in charge of something big, it's like yeah. uh, just a lot, of, lot to do. A houseplant and cats are a push, but no more now. Yeah, houseplants have only just started down there. My plants are like gripping on for life. Now the sun's come out as well, they're like, please, try watering us, please. Uh, I'm assertive, or I wish I were more assertive. I'm assertive. I like to have authority over other people, or I don't mind following others. Oh, orders, sorry. That's... I mean, even the one before, I was thinking, so I still wish I was more assertive in certain situations, even though I just said I'm assertive. And that one, I'll, fo- I'll follow all rules if they make sense. 
What was the options again, sorry? I like to have authority over people. No. I don't mind following orders. No, neither. Literally neither. <laughs> it's definitely not that I like to follow orders, but I would definitely not like to have authority over people either. So let's think of something. You're about to hold an event for a different human design. Mm. Would you rather be the one telling everyone what to do or would you rather hand that off to someone else? Hand that off to someone else and I'll take the orders for sure. You've okay. seen me go to pot. I need to follow those. You know, sometimes it's like, tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm freezing. Take the, make that decision for me so my brain can kick in. And do yeah, this. yeah. Then I'll, I'll pick it up from there and <laughs> tell me what to do. I find it easy to manipulate people. I don't like it when I find myself manipulating people. Yeah, definitely the last one. I wouldn't like it if I found myself manipulating people. Don't you think that's interesting though? It's not like I don't manipulate people. It's almost given like, yeah. look, this is a human trait of survival. Yeah. <laughs> You've learned to do this, especially like if you a troubled household growing up, you learn to be manipulated mm. to get what you need to survive. Yeah, you might not realise you're even doing this, so I do like the yeah. way that's phrased. I think that's a, a quite a more common trait in female narcissists as well. Oh yeah, emotion. Well, manipulation through sex, through and emotion, and like yeah, you, yeah, yeah, the sexual image and stuff like that. We've heard many men say, um, like when, when a woman cries, they feel like, oh god, that's the that's the argument lost. Then it's also <laughs> not a way to look at an argument of winning or yeah. losing, but yeah, it can be seen as a tactic that's a little bit manipulative, whether it's being used that way or not. But then, interestingly, I've read that narcissists do not like tears because they're a form of weakness so the worst thing you can do is cry in front of a narcissist because then yeah. they'll be like disgusted that you're well, the, the, the idea of admitting that someone like me could cause anyone to cry mm. what do you want about yeah. i'm the best person the fact you're crying right now is because it's over nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> i refuse to admit that it's anything i've done i was just sat here <laughs> who's been in that relationship <laughs> i insist upon getting the respect that is due to me or I usually get the respect that I deserve. Yeah, that last one. I, I do usually get the respect that I deserve. I always say to the kids in the classroom, when, you know, if they disrespect me, I'm like, do I ever treat you like that? Or do I ever talk to you like that? You know, like, and it just makes them think. I think that's a really good well, yeah, thing. I don't think like, I've ever been asked that by a teacher. I was just thinking, I'm like, teacher, asking us to reflect on their <laughs> Wow, teaching has changed since I got a kid. I was, since I got a kid, since I was a kid. I wish it could change. I wish teachers were allowed the flexibility that I can exert in my classroom. Definitely. It'd be a much better place. Like the answer for that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't particularly like to show off my body, or I like to show off my body. I like to show off my body, to be honest. It's always been a, a thing that I've liked, thought, why? I was thinking it the other night. You know when women say, oh, wear it for me, ultimately it's like, well, you know you don't. Like, I know you're wearing it for... I do wear stuff for me, but I also wear it because it makes me feel good. But why does it make me feel good? Because I know I look good. Who says I look good? Other people. Do you get what I mean? It's like when yeah. you really do get down to the depth When you really do get down to it, some people. But I feel like that's an insight into how you maybe get your self-esteem in that sense. Well, I mean, to be honest, just in, ever since I was young, I've just always loved really vibrant outfits, clothes, fashion, you know, so... And I was overweight when I was younger, so I, I probably covered up a lot more. But then when I, well, not when I was younger, sorry, when I was like 17 to 23 or something, when I was really unhealthy. And um, yeah, so then when I started to get my figure back, I was like showing it off purely yeah, because I had, yeah. but 
On the other hand, I was, I've always been body confident as well. Yeah. Like, I was having this conversation the other day about how I think we should all be naked and it would just be easier. And I think that's what comes from someone that is stereotypically good looking, do you know what I mean? That has a good body mm. because you've received them compliments on, compliments on a regular basis. Therefore, it's like, yeah, I'm fucking right, do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's almost helped you identify yourself as yeah. this body positive, I like the way I look kind of person. Well, the thing is, like I say, um, from the age of 23, I've pole danced, which made my confidence rocket and it also yeah. turns your body up so it's, it's a little fantastic bit... for self-esteem yeah i feel like you've not really and it's there's still stigma on it being like what you're training to go and work in a yeah not at all it, yeah not at all it Just is keeping so myself fit. exercise i've mm. never been so painful in my <laughs> life experienced the soreness bruises in places that just can't be described and burns i mean like the burns and the pinching of the skin yeah it's so painful so yeah and i think it just turns into again liking that attention like yeah that. and the thing is it, it works well for you one of them was already a bit of an attention seeker and it's not it's not that i am an attention seeker what it is is when i was very young it would have just been an impulsive urge to act out and just express whatever was on my mind what i was thinking what i wanted to do and that was well received yeah, you know it was, it, it, yeah. yeah it was laughed at or whatever you know i've made friends through it you were nurtured by other people's yeah. response so nowadays if somebody calls me an attention seeker it can be quite hurtful because i don't actively go out there thinking <laughs> oh i'm gonna go and seek attention but if a song comes on i'm the first one jumping up on the nearest wall and being like Way, you know yeah and that's not me attention seeking, that's just me acting in the moment. So it's really hard yeah, because... It's looking at this, it's hard to look at these traits and not having like a negative aspect to them. But like attention seeker, someone that works in TV, entertainment, mm. need to have this. Yeah, this is the thing again, yeah. isn't it? That their qualities yeah. in the right perspective and also qualities in the right doses because... We were saying this about ADHD earlier, it's like, everyone's forgetful, yeah. but it's like, I'm forgetful all of the time. To the point... <laughs> I'm disabled. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where we don't have so many conversations, or conversations will just get forgotten and moved on from, but neither of us will really remember, and then it's just, that's the end of that. It's like, <laughs> and if you saw the last episode with Jim, where he's got people working for him that like, just oh, you were doing this, oh, this is where you were, or like, we need that person. That person that just throughout our lives like, yeah, I got you, don't worry, you forgot that. <laughs> you were doing this. Filed away in this. <laughs> right, we're at 16. Okay. I can read people like a book, or people are sometimes hard to understand. God, that's really hard one, isn't it? Because, no, I think, I, I, I feel like I do know what people want, because I can read energy really, really well. Mm. But they are hard to bloody understand because quite <laughs> often the response isn't what you expect when you think, but I can tell that you're this, that or the other or that I'm on the right track and, I you know, your response. So I, I'd say I can read people really well if I had to pick between, because I know what they're getting at. I know what you mean. Yeah. If I feel content, I'm willing to take respons responsibility for making decisions. I like to take responsibility for making decisions. If I feel competent, I'm willing to take. Yeah, that's... Or I like to take responsibility for my action, my decisions. Yeah, no, if I feel competent. Like, if someone else is the expert, then obviously you seek their yeah. advice, don't you? Yeah, definitely. I just want to be reasonably happy, or I want to amount to something in the eyes of the world. 
gosh, both of those, you know, because it's like, I'd, in terms of financially, I've always just been like, as long as I'm happy and I'm so grateful for, you know, the life that I've got and all that. But my legacy is to make a global impact on what we're doing with the brain and everything. So I suppose I'd have, I'd be telling the universe the wrong thing if I didn't say the second one, the impact, the global impact one or whatever. Impact in the eyes of the world. My body is nothing special or I like to look at my body. I like the look of my body. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to be a show off. I will usually show off if I get the chance. Yeah, so I try not to be. Even in conversations, sometimes I'm chatting to somebody and they'll be telling me like this, that and the other and I'm thinking, oh, I also have done that or do that. But I know now through experience that you don't make friends by... I still talk too much, a lot, but... <laughs> it's hard though, isn't it, to be like, oh, me too, me too, me yeah. too. And you don't realise that you, you feel like you're making this connection stronger, but you really you're just like, yeah, enough of what you said, me too. And it's yeah. like... Okay. To them, that's yeah. what you're doing. It's not that you, you're you doing that, yeah. but I've realised through experience that to other people, they feel like that. Yeah. Counselling training is the hardest of that. People are like, you're practising with other students and they're talking about stuff. And a, you just want to be like, oh, me too. What do you do about that? <laughs> you're not supposed to be doing that right now. You're supposed to be... And then not <laughs> not getting your brain distracted like by suddenly thinking yeah. of all the things that they're triggering up. Training to be a counsellor with ADHD is hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, I've got to hit these certain points throughout this whole conversation and listen to them and reflect to them and <laughs> wow. help them in somehow. And you end up just being like, did I do it? Am I over? Kind of like when I first started doing this podcast, I forget the camera's even here now. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> all it my chins. Giving me away, lying. <laughs> I've pulled some great faces already this episode. We'll be zooming in. <laughs> I always know what I'm doing, and sometimes I'm not sure of what I'm doing. Well, I'm, I'm, all, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm purposeful. Whether, whether that, that amounts to anything. So I'm going to go with I always know what I'm doing. But, you know, with that purposeful action, I do sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I even doing? Yeah, I'm in the other category. I don't go like, I have no one. Like, with certain things, I've got, like, enough of idea to, like, go ahead with, like this. Mm. Do I know what I'm doing? <laughs> I learned to water ski when I was 12. Still, I cannot admit to myself that I can do it. But every time I go to my stepdad with my mum and we'll go to water ski... And every time I start off in the water, just like, I can't go up. And then I'm up and I'm like, oh, I can do it. <laughs> and I have to like remind myself every time I cannot just learn that I know how to do this. So even if I do know, I tell myself, I don't know what I'm doing right now. See, this is the thing. It's like, this is more of a self-esteem tip. But you did say that, actually, didn't you? Exactly. The opposite to narcissism is self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is highlighting our differences in terms Definitely. of that, isn't it? So I sometimes depend on people to get things done. I rarely depend on anyone else to get things done. I'd say I rarely depend on anyone else to get things done. I mean, I am very grateful for my network. That do it's that their... term rarely, isn't it? It's like, yes, I've got these people that I know mm. will help me, but generally in life, I know if I want to get something done. Yeah, I'm out there doing it, trying to put it together and get it done. 
Sometimes I tell good stories, or everybody likes to hear my stories. Oh, just sometimes I tell good stories. I, 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 <laughs> I tell a lot it. of stories. Whether, <laughs> whether I'm starting to think that there's too many people in my life that are just polite and like haven't told me to just shut up. I live for every question. There's been a story, pretty much, or some oh, sort of commentary. God. So, like, imagine <laughs> if you'd answered. <laughs> everybody likes to hear that. There's loads of people listening right now, like. No, I'm joking. I love everything you say. Well, the, the thing Thankfully, is, you're an interesting person. If you didn't have interesting things to say, then you'd probably hear. There'd be no podcast. Well, and there'd be well, no podcast, <laughs> would there? Like, no, there wouldn't. Be. <laughs> like, we're different human design. Be no. Well, the whole point of having a podcast is surely, if you want to, got something you want to talk about. I'd still be in my bedroom, like filming someone, and be like, ah, no one will ever see that. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I know. Yeah, I'm like, come on, here we are. <laughs> I expect. A great deal from other people, or I like to do things for other people. Well, I like to do things for other people. I will never be satisfied until I get all that I deserve, or I take my satisfaction as they come. Yeah, definitely the second one. Compliments embarrass me. I like to be complimented. <laughs> the first one. Compliments are embarrassing. Oh, they're not. They're nice, aren't they? It just makes you look... That's that what awkward. I mean. I love to get them. <laughs> But they're embarrassing. If I had to yeah. pick one of them, I can't deal with them. <laughs> like, they're nice, thank you. But And I think that that's just what we need to change, isn't it? That it's just normal for everyone yeah. to be like, hey, you look amazing, I love your top, I love your hair, or, you've got such an amazing heart. Just saying thank you as well, rather than like trying to quickly find something yeah, for them, because that's like, like, inauthentic as well. Yeah. Being okay with saying thank Okay, for now, give me a compliment. That's so I nice. Really, <laughs> I really like your makeup. It looks really uh, on fleek. You started pulling faces and I just wanted to be like, I don't believe you. But no, I was like trying to say a word and I was like, that's not the right word. Pick a different word. On fleek. Like yes. It's 2099. 2099. 2099. <laughs> See, it's the compliment got you all awkward. It got have... you so awkward you couldn't even respond with it. We need a different face. test from you. It's not about narcissism. It's just, does your brain work? <laughs> awkward turtle test. Right. That's what yours is. I'll try it again. Your makeup looks fantastic today. Thank you very much. You're welcome. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Mentally jumping off a bridge. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's not that. Catch, catch the uh, balloon and just awkwardly float away. If I can edit that in. <laughs> uh, I have a strong willpower or power on its power for its own sake doesn't interest me. I have a strong willpower. If there's something that I want, <laughs> genuinely want. I have a strong will to power. That's oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> the opposite. I realised I might have missed out the word as I read it. It's a different question. It's a good job I repeated it. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just giving you narcissistic scores for no reason. She wants to rule the world. I don't care about new fads and fashions, or I like to start new fads and trashions. Trashions? Fashions? Well, I'd rather start them. I don't care about them at all. I don't... I, Clearly, don't start them though. Like, no, I just literally dress in whatever. You can't start much when you buy stuff from Primark. Really. <laughs> like, I don't even. Them. I don't buy my clothes. I just like go through hand me downs. I buy the odd thing for an occasion that I need to buy yeah. something for. But... My mum's bosses like they've got way more money than me, and there's stuff they took out. I'm like, that's not brand new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like to look at myself in the mirror, or I'm not particularly interested in looking at myself in the mirror. I wouldn't say I'm particularly interested at looking at myself in the mirror. Not particularly, or <coughs> like to. 
No, I'm not particularly, not particularly interested. It's like we start this podcast sometimes, and I'm like, oh my god, I've not looked <laughs> in the mirror for like hours. Like, <laughs> I know, same. I go to edit, and I'm like, you could have just brushed your hair. Yeah, it's, like, it's like one bit of the back there. <laughs> I really like to be the center of attention, or it makes me uncomfortable to be the center of attention. It doesn't necessarily make me uncomfortable to be it, but it's like going back to that thing that I don't seek to be it. So. Because it doesn't make me uncomfortable, I would have to go with the other one. Yeah. It's not that I really like it. But That's the thing. I don't it? mind being it. forced to pick one that you're yeah. more to. And it doesn't yeah. mean it's... Yeah. I can live my life in any way I want to, or people can't always live their lives in terms of what they want. Oh, so, see, that's a hard one as well, because I'm a massive advocate for building your life the way that you want, but you've always got to compromise. I think I'd have to go with the, you can live your life in any way you want to. Because again, if I sway one or the other. If you were to think of like the amount of yeah cases it would happen, are there more of this than... I'm seeing like... it as like a, a bar in the middle with the both options yeah. and I'm like pushing it to one side or the other. That would uh, actually be really more useful if I did that on the electric, on the <laughs> digital one. Being an authority doesn't mean that much to me or people always seem to recognise my authority. Being in authority. Being an authority doesn't... Yeah, that doesn't mean that much to me. I would prefer to be a leader, or it makes me a little... It makes little difference to me whether I am a leader or not. Yeah, see, it makes no difference to me. I mean, it's one of them that if I had to stand up and be the leader because we were suddenly in a position where where there was a load of neurodivergence and nobody knew how to take the reins or wanted to take the reins, I'd yeah. be like, it's okay, guys, I've got this. But, you know, like... It's not a preference, but if I had to, mm. I'm capable. Uh, I'm going to be a great person or I hope I'm going to be successful. I hope I'm going to be successful. Are people some people sometimes does it, believe... Does that I'm going to be a great person... Because I'd prefer to be a great person that's successful. Is that what it's asking? No, you're either a great person or you hope you're going to be successful. Yeah, like, I am a great person. Yeah, that's not what I mean. I'm just picking the other one because I don't like the first one. Yeah, I hope I'm going to be successful. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. However you've interpreted it, I thought I'd interpret Sheldon, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> People sometimes believe what I tell them. I can make anybody believe anything I want them to. Oh, God, not that one. <laughs> like, people... I only speak the truth and people still don't believe me. <laughs> 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 You're lying right now. Like, I, I told a better lie. <laughs> I'm a born leader, or leadership is a quality that takes a long time to develop. That second one, because, you know, you can't just be born as a leader. You have to be wise to be a leader. <laughs> I wish somebody would someday write my biography or I don't like people to pry into my life for any reason. I'd write my own, so... What does... <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I, actually, no, I, I hope someone does write it so I don't have to go through the pain of writing it myself. So, yeah. I don't want responsibilities. I want to write my own biography. It's yeah. like that's well, ADHD. I've, I've written books, though. It's not like I am an author as, as one of my hats. So exactly. It's not like... The, Weirdest thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've realised that. Yeah, the strengths of what you need to be an author, that is an exactly great example. Okay, last three. I get upset when people don't notice how I look when I go out in public. 
I don't mind blending into the crowd when I go out in public. See, it's definitely <coughs> it's definitely not that I get upset, so it'd just be the other one, because yeah. a lot of the time, I'm, I, I'll probably wish I blended in, in like, but I just look like a scruff. <laughs> <laughs> Being okay with the scruff is a part yeah. of life. Just growing up, I think. <laughs> I'm more capable than other people, or there's a lot that I can learn from other people. Definitely the learning thing. I mean, I, I know I'm very capable, but I also don't underestimate that everybody is going to be capable of something, and I want to learn it all. Definitely. Show me. The last one, I am much like everybody else, or I'm an extraordinary person. Yeah, like I said, I just feel like every, everyone's unique, innit? That's what we keep saying. So, I am much like... I am an extraordinary person. No, because everybody's extraordinary. I am much like everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Done. So. That that was long, sorry, because I told a story a story with a side bit of detail and an extra part and a bit that I'd forgot from earlier. No, I think that's really good. <laughs> that's what you want from it. I want some sort of... The fact, the amount of times I've done this with people and they're just like, that one. And I'm like, I don't think you've thought about that long enough. <laughs> like when I'm thinking of like, dee -dee -dee, all these examples that they've not shown that and you're like, but it's not my test to take and that's the thing. Is, that is the hard thing. I've done assessments... ADHD assessments with adults that do not want to believe their ADHD, so they answer, and it's like... <laughs> but exactly. like I say, not as in I've done a serious assessment, as in I've got these assessments because I do them with school, so it's like, yeah. in the past, adults want to know, you know, what's their, what, what, how do their results come up and yeah. until, yeah, you start doing it and you're thinking, that's not the answer. You know? And if I was assessing them as a kid... I'd have done the observations and I'd be able yeah. to come to those conclusions because it's like, well, I've seen them do that. But So that's the thing, isn't it? So they do these tests and like many mental health kind of diagnostic tools that they use, any study that uses questionnaires to get data falls victim to unreliable data mm -hmm. because they can get demand characteristics, meaning that people answer the questions in the way that it stereotypically looks better to them. They want to... And what kind of person does that the most? <laughs> a narcissist. Exactly. So these kind of tests might not be the best thing to understand what a nar uh, how much of a narcissist someone is. However, being carried out by a psychotherapist, or like you said in your work when you're doing these assessments with people, mm. you use other knowledge as well. You don't rely solely on these answers. Yeah. You can almost rely take more from how they're answering it, depending on what you've seen. You can think... Also, you answer a question more like that. That builds your perception more than they're just straight answers. So, in a way, I'm taking peace from this that that despite my answers might come up with high narcissistic tendencies, in terms of you you hearing me like battling with those answers and knowing what you know about me, you would come to the conclusion that I'm not yeah. suffering from a narcissistic personality disorder. When you watch this back, you can see that I'm looking at you trying to, and you're like that, and I nod, and I realise I shouldn't nod because it looks like you're giving the right answer, and it's not. I'm just, yeah. I know that you're coming to the right analysis of your own behaviour. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go score this. It'll take a little bit to, and it'll just be boring to watch me score it, so we'll pause it and come straight back. But before we do that, what do you think you've scored? It's between zero and forty. I think I will have, I'll be towards the higher end. Actually, that's probably a little bit vague, so I'll give you a bit more detail of where people sit. Yeah. So generally, I'll write this down. I want to be making sure. An eight and below is considered very low self-esteem. Okay. A, I believe it's. Very few go above 25. Oh, God. 
What? What? And that's like high self-esteem. That is verging on to, I think it's called low-level narcissism. Oh no, I'm, I'm worried I'm going to be a low-level narcissist. That, that starts going on to like full-blown narcissistic personality disorder. So the average is around 15.10. See, I, I, I wonder whether some of my narcissistic traits could then be why I'm a successful ADHDer because I, where I um, overcompensate in certain areas allows me to overcome the struggles in the other areas. Exactly. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Because I'm just, I, like I said, did a lot of soul searching. I actually wrote a poem as well about, well, it was more like a, of a rap um, about narcissists. And I, and I did say, like, some people say it's me and, you know, like trying to yeah. trying to work out what, what that connection is kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, and in this poem I say, I can't be a narcissist because I'm genuinely confident it's not fake. So, and that's where I've always kind of been. I'm not faking the confidence, like on, on um, a pack of cards, if you this see This isn't what I mean. built out of insecurity. This is built yeah. out of security. But then I've got a very, very low self-esteem in just certain areas. It's like that spiky profile thing. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we'll see how that looks in terms of narcissism. Yeah, we'll do some, as we click, we'll be back here with some answers. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> If only life was so simple. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so... That's the superpower I need. We talk about ADHD superpowers. That would be the one that I need to just I, make stuff happen. I bought a Harry Potter... You know the time turner? Because... Not a Harry Potter film fan or book fan. Or I have all the things, no. I'm, I'm not going to... Well, to all, the, to all the fans out there, you've got time turner. But it's, yeah, there's this one um, thing that Hermione has and they're like... How is she getting to all her classes and doing all these things? And it's this time turner. And I that was like the one ah. item I bought because it made me feel like, come on, you can have control and over this. You can get a grip on feeling like you're always running that. behind. <laughs> so I'd relate to Hermione. Is that what you're telling me? Like her real... Well, she, she's got her self. time turner because she's a complete nerd and wants to study everything that she possibly can. She wants to say like double, double classes. Right, okay. So I don't know. <laughs> Beyond she's that love yeah, she's wicked. I love them all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I have the same big hair if I don't brush it out of some plaits. So. I know. I, I'm like, oh my God, get on with it. I'm so nervous. Lindsay has no idea no, what the score is. I feel like to start off, I think it'd be funny if I give mine. Yeah, definitely. I want to know what yours is. So as we mentioned, eight below is poor self-esteem. 25 and above, narcissistic. Anywhere between 20 and 25 is when you start seeing maybe that familiar boyfriend we remember or mm -hmm. that girlfriend that we had that was um, very self-centred, maybe a bit immature, a bit selfish. Those kind of like a low-level narcissist. I've been called all those things, so I'm essentially like... Okay. Don't necessarily need <laughs> a diagnosis, but also probably not going to kill anyone, not likely to be a psychopath. So, my score is five. No way! I am a shell. <laughs> I'm a shell oh, of a human. Mate. I mean, to be fair, like getting to know you properly over the last few months has made me realise how low your self-esteem really yeah, actually definitely. is. Yeah, definitely. It's not something I don't know about. I'm very aware of mm. it. And just becoming more aware of it doesn't mean you can't fix it. <laughs> you can't just... But I am trying really hard. And actually, there's been a few... I'm trying to remember the uh, milestones that we hit with this because mm. if I actually take time to reflect on them, I do feel like... It comes back to the compliments. Someone says, oh, you're getting really good at editing now. And I'm like, thank you. I know I'm not. 
like anywhere near my idols yet. But I need to take on those compliments because that's what's going to actually help. And it, self-compassion. It goes back to that thing as well that a master was an amateur once. And I think we're so worried about being judged that we're not, yeah. we're not the best at it. And like you say, you've got idols, so you know what the best looks like. Yeah. And, it, and then when somebody compliments you, you feel like you've got to kind of go, oh, no, no, you've not seen the best, though. Yeah. You know? And I feel like I put the unknown on like a pedestal as if like so out of reach when generally it's not. And I did it with driving. If you have ADHD and you feel like you don't concentrate enough and therefore you won't be very good at learning to drive, there's too many options. What's happened there? That red bit, just that's just sudden fast. That's just now. the new bit of recording, okay. don't worry. Sorry. About um, dri- sorry about <laughs> no, no, driving. No, no, no. You're saying about the driving. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I thought that I wouldn't be able to learn all the different bits and remember to do all the things. It's very like cognitive demanding. Seems where I I couldn't wait for that challenge. I'm going to be great at this. Like I I love um, I love multitasking. Yeah, it's going to be great for my brain. You know? I'm not good at like video games. Do you know what I mean? I felt like I'd yeah, but like, I'm not good I'm, at that. Everything <laughs> I was basing it on, I was like, I'm going to be terrible at this. And there'd be things that I'm thinking about that I'm like, how do you do that? And actually learning to drive, I took it up really quickly. Mm. I did decide to go automatic to get rid of many chances of like yeah messing up messing with taking a long time a longer time to learn gears i think that was my biggest thing i just need wanted to drive yeah and um yeah i'm one of the best drivers of people that i know i'm really good at driving i've passed first time and i'm bigging myself up now yes myself yes because you would not have done that like exactly. a few episodes ago. You were still apologising <laughs> for being here. Like, sorry, we're back. Sorry, we're back. Oh my god, I can't believe it. You're still letting me come round. Like, yeah, I passed yeah. my driving test And this is the thing: the moral of the story is low self-esteem. You can have low self-esteem and still be achieving things and yeah. still getting out there and doing it. You recognise like, how much of a mountain low self-esteem can make a task look or an achievement look, and it's not. It's just about just have a go, get started. Who cares if anyone thinks that it's yeah. embarrassing or it doesn't work or if you fail? And if I can learn this, this is what I'm hoping we can share with you. And then you can have high self-esteem too. Yeah. The thing is, it it does hurt when somebody lashes out at you about your work or, you know, gives you a negative comment, regardless of how high your self-esteem is. It still hurts and it still has a massive impact. But my biggest thing is, if we can build self-esteem, then people with high self-esteem treat others with esteem at the end of the day Definitely. you don't we don't try and bring other people down because we've got no need yeah. to hurt people hurt people yeah healthy healthy people heal people yeah, yeah. so it's so it, it does come back to that kind of heal like heal. yeah heal us heal. Mm. so now we know that i'm a five the average <laughs> is a 15 i'm really 10. worried about what mine's going to come back at now you are 17 oh thank god for that that's a lot yeah that's stable that's a nice, it's a nice score, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I was, I was concerned that it was going to be more narcissistic and then I'd be thinking, gosh, maybe I have got a bit more kind of reflecting to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that is a relief, actually. I think, yeah, you're, that's a really good score. Yeah, that's a, healthy, healthy self-esteem. It's healthy and for someone that wants to, you know, make, make a career and actually like try and go viral, guys, come on, like, subscribe, <laughs> share, all that stuff. <laughs> You need some of that to be able to think that you can have the responsibility to look after people's mental health, people that you need a level of narcissism to think, yeah, I can do that. <clears throat> Even um, I don't, I've never thought about it before when it's teaching, standing up in front of the classroom. I, I get really, I think I've said it before, I get really hot and I, sw- like, I sweat and then I strip off as I'm teaching, like, you know, to, yeah. like, I'm literally like down to the, the t shirt by the end. <laughs> 
but it's because you're kind of on a stage. Yeah. But I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I get a kick out of all of that. And that's what I meant earlier as well about it's not that you're an attention seeker, but the attention, I can handle it. And somebody make it work for you. Yeah, somebody's got to do these roles. It's not a, like when we were talking as well about um, special people kind of thing. Yeah. It's almost like everybody is special because even if your role is to support the person that's making the change that is still your role and that role is so important like the person can't make the change without their supporters and so fully agree so that's a good score yeah maybe uh we'll do another one there's the uh dark triad test that test for narcissism as well as machiavellianse and uh sociopathy yeah sociopathy, one of them too so well, there's the um, there's the triage, isn't there, where if in your teens you were a bedwetter, an animal torturer, and a fire starter, and most people, when you say that, there are at least one of those yeah, those to, things in their teens. But those three yeah. things, then like the amount of people that you knew that used to like burn buildings on fire, like just set things, you know, like when you were at like the um, like the phone box, people would like set yeah, lighters yeah. and stuff. I was like, what joy do you get out of that? See, I was a fire star. You really? <laughs> yeah. What? I just, yeah, none of it's ever appealed to yeah, me. Yeah, like as soon as I was old enough to, well, to understand it, I suppose, or whatever, but from at the age of about 11 or 12, we used to go to the shop and buy matches and then we'd just oh, set them I started smoking and hated like I'd be like, can someone else light it for me? I started off being like, the, the lighter hurts my fingers. And I don't know. Don't start smoking. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're that much of an. I didn't even don't like light it. Don't light fires. Don't light fires. I remember being like, <laughs> still like going about like, what are you doing? So um, so we're on the opposite end of the self-esteem spectrum in terms of. Well, I feel like you're very much almost centrist, almost just right. Yeah. Well, in terms of if narcissism was that end, but in terms of me yeah. and you. We're definitely proving what we said that I'm the uh, the boy, like the confident one. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> but then, when it's stuff's like, ah, oh, what do we do? I can be the one that's like, it's okay, guys. Yeah, I think we've got this. One definitely. Then we balance each other out. Yeah, maybe that's a good tip if you're ADHD and or any kind of personality type, you're extroverted, whatever. Yeah, finding that opposite in a friend and having them be like almost a role model, let them and vice versa. You know, bring them into your world. You could be um, let encouraging them, and more diverse. Yeah, let them let them like give them your strengths because we've got yeah. a friend in our group that we call the clipboard clipboard queen, and she will always organise everything. That's great for me because that's not my strength. Yeah. You know, thank God. It's like the um, fantasy of the what, what are they called? Fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs> the village people. Oh yeah, there's someone I've in there that the can do people. everything. I can't believe I just sang Village Beat. Yeah, I've, dre I've dressed as them. Okay, so, she's not a narcissist. Yes! I should be more of a narcissist. See you next week. <laughs> Bye! Excellent. So, I really like that. What? Oh, no, nothing bad. I oh. realised that I forgot to tell the story. Oh, yeah, shit. But I feel like if I just make a quick, like... Intro, like yeah, that can be the intro. Think about the thing, and then at the end, I'll come in and be like, "You can buy this poetry book." You know? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, because I've got that at home as well. So. Oh, Have you got more copies? Not on me, but I can order them from Amazon. I mean, it, it comes directly from Amazon. It can so come from yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So you can put the link. I just put the link down, down to it because I feel like it's a topic a lot of people would be. Hmm. Even men were learning that. Oh,
I literally feel like I should have said, now, if I'm not a narcissist, we've got to work out why I keep attracting them. That could be a whole other episode. <laughs>